0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand. The place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Because you're going to be praying, and I want to talk to you about the power of praying in the spirit. Because with this prayer, the mind is unfruitful. Okay? So, uh, this is not a mind thing. This is a spirit thing. Obviously, you can pray with your understanding, but nonstop is going to be in the spirit. Yeah. Nonstop in the spirit for 24 hours. Okay? Yeah. And uh, yeah, we will be here. Yeah. And we will open the heavens over this place. But praying in the spirit is so powerful. If I may quote Kenneth Hagin, Kenneth Hagin said, He's going to be with the Lord now, enjoying his reward. I'm sure he has a massive real estate in heaven. You know, but he said something. He says, speaking in tongues, it's a doorway into the supernatural. Yeah. 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 Say doorway. A doorway. Into, the supernatural. into the supernatural. Yeah. So how many people don't speak in tongues? I mean, it's not to put you down or anything embarrassing. You just lift your hand, let me see. Because today is your appointed day. Amen. Let me see, let me see. Yeah, you will receive today. Okay? Unless you don't want. But if you do want, then you will get it. So, the power of praying in the Spirit. Let's go to um, 1 Corinthians First Corinthians chapter fourteen. First Corinthians chapter fourteen. It's a powerful chapter. Verse verse. Verse 2 It says, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks what? Mysteries. Mysteries. He who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men. All right? So when I'm speaking in tongues, lame brother, I'm not talking to you, so mind your business. Yeah. When you see two people talking, do you just go there and you want to now listen to what they're saying? Is, Is that what you do? That's bad if you do that. Okay? So when I speak in a tongue, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to God. All right? He who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. So, if you come and try to listen, you can't understand. Unless the Holy Spirit gives you interpretation. No one understands. So, why should you pray... Or why should you speak something you don't understand? What's the sense in that? What's the logic in speaking what you don't understand? So, some people say, it's gibberish. (laughs) Gibberish. How do you call it? It's like baby talk. So, it's of no value. is because they are natural-minded, naturally-minded. But the spiritual mind is able to see the value in this. And I know by the end of this, you'll see the value. Okay? No one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. What does that mean? Mysteries. It means divine secrets. So when you speak in a tongue, you are speaking divine secrets. How many people like secrets? Yeah, I can see. You like secrets. Yeah. So when you're speaking, you're speaking divine secrets. No man understands you. You are speaking to God. That means God understands you. Correct? God understands you. You don't even understand what you're saying. You don't understand what you're saying, but God understands. And sometimes I can give you, in fact, I'll give you a few examples of how God used speaking in tongues to save life. At times, it is a matter of life and death. Can you pray in your understanding for something you don't know? How do you do that? How how do you pray for some... I mean, okay, you don't know that there is a John Bull in Timbuktu that needs to be rescued from some terrorists. Okay? Now, you're praying. You don't know that he exists. You don't know what he's going through. You don't know that he needs divine intervention. And you are only limited to praying in your understanding. How do you help him? You can't. You see? So that's where praying in the spirit becomes effective. So he who speaks in an unknown tongue. Okay, this is the young literal translation. For he who is speaking in an unknown tongue, to men he doth not speak. I like this English. (laughs) But to God, for no one doth hearken. (laughs) And in spirit he doth speak secrets. Can you see? So every day I make sure I speak secrets. Every single day. I share some secrets with God. Every day of my life, I wake up and speaking secrets. So, if you don't understand, mind your business. I'm not talking to you. Alright? Obviously, I won't come and be doing it. I'm not going to preach in tongues, right? Like, you are supposed to understand what I'm saying. That's abuse if I try to do that. Like the Corinthian church. Yeah. So, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. He speaks secrets. All right? Then look at, um, let's skip to verse 14. Verse 14. It says, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. Hello. What prays? My spirit spirit prays. How many people know that you are a spirit? You have a soul. And you live in a body. Okay. So when you pray in a tongue, it is not your mind praying. It is your spirit. It's coming from your innermost being. Right? So, it says, but my understanding is unfruitful. In other words, my mind is unproductive. When I'm praying in the Spirit, the mind is unproductive. The mind is used to being in charge. The mind is used to being in control. Some of you, your minds go wild all the time. Yeah, Yeah, I can see on your faces already. Huh? You are saying, you are supposed to be in church. Stop going home. Come back. <laughs> you are bringing your mind back to church. Yeah. yeah, Your mind is trying to go to lunch, but you are saying, no, it's not yet time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at the Amplified. Okay, it says, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit within me, can you see? Praise. But my mind is unproductive. It bears no fruit and helps nobody. So there's a kind of prayer that is okay for your mind to be unproductive. And it is when your spirit is praying. It's powerful, I'm telling you. I know most of you here speaking tongues. But I wish you understood how vital it is. You would pray more in tongues. Hmm? The other time I was preaching, and I said, You should at least spend 30 minutes every day praying in tongues. Okay, but from Friday it will be one hour. How about that? Yes. So it's an upgrade for you. Yeah. So, he says your mind is unproductive. Now, let me give an example. Um, Many years ago, I was praying. Just praying and praying and praying. Praying in the spirit. I still remember where I was standing. The room I was facing the window, praying. And while I was praying, there are times that the Holy Spirit will give you interpretation of what you are saying. Okay? Especially if you ask for it. So, as I was praying, suddenly the Lord showed me a vision. And I saw a lady on the deck of a ship right? On the deck of a ship, they were about to throw her into the sea. So the Lord said to me, my prayer brought divine intervention to her. So the Lord showed me. And He's not mandated to show you. In fact, that's the only time He showed me. Other times He doesn't even show me until after the event. Then I see what happened or why. So, but that time, I, and of course, I was in my early twenties. So I guess that was, that made a very strong impression on me because I could see that when I pray like this, somebody might be helped. A life might be saved. Are you getting my point? So when you get to heaven, you'll be rewarded for things. You'll be wondering, when did I do this? When did I do this? He said, no, when you were praying. When you were praying. So I know I'm going to get a reward for saving that girl's life through my prayer. I didn't go there. And the Lord told me that it was happening in Russia. It was in Russia... And they were about to throw her into the sea for her faith in the Lord. But she was rescued because of the power of praying in the Spirit. So if you will, if you will yield more to the Spirit, you will do more exploits. And obviously you will get more rewards in eternity. Because you are able to help more people. And you are able to do more things that are beyond your understanding. Now, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Let's look at that. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. It says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we think or ask, according to the power that works in us so you can you can do beyond your imagination according to what the power that works in us and what is that power the power of the holy spirit so praying in tongues is one of the one of the ways that you can access and release and activate that power Are you getting me? So according to the power that works in us. So there is a power when you are praying in the Spirit. There are times that the Holy Spirit will even stay. You just just feel like praying. You don't know what to pray for, but you just feel like praying. How many people have been there? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. So when you feel like that, guess what? There is a need. That's why he's staring you up. And what you do at that time is to yield to it. Or else he will look for somebody else. Yeah, he'll look for somebody else. But if you are available, especially if you are always available, he will bring that to you more and more and more. Don't put it off. When it comes like that, don't put it off because it might be a matter of life and death might be a matter of life and death. It might be someone in your family you don't even know. And like I said, he's not mandated to tell you. He expects obedience from you. Okay? I said, oh, God, uh, you, you, you showed pastor the other time. You showed him what his prayer was doing. You must show me what my prayer is doing too. There's no scripture that says he must show you. If he does, it's just a plus. But if he doesn't, you just obey. Okay? Yeah. So, you might need to switch off your phone to obey. You might need to switch off your TV to obey. You might need to switch off your computer to obey. Okay? You might need to to log out of Facebook to obey. Unless you want to pray on Facebook Live. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly. In other words, your prayers can exceed your imagination. The effect of your prayers can be beyond what you have imagined. Why? It's according to the power that works. So what power is at work in you? The the power that is at work in you will determine the extent to which he operates. So in other words, it's how much of the power we allow to work in us that will determine what uh, he's able to do. Am I communicating? Awesome. So, I remember another time. This happened also in my early 20s. I was, I was just praying. I woke up one morning and I just had a very strong urge to fast and to pray. Now, I didn't know what to pray for. I didn't know why I should fast. Huh? So, in case you've had that, please, don't rebuke that. Okay? So, I fasted. I started fasting. I fasted that day. And by the end of the day, the, the, um, the unction to fast was still strong. Now, I, I can't describe it, but I just knew that I had to do it. You know how you know things without any explanation. Yeah. You've been there before. You just know that this is it. Yeah. So I had that knowing. I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And that knowing comes from the Spirit. Okay? That kind of knowing. So I knew that I had to fast and to pray. But what do you fast for? I mean, fasting must, at least there should be a target, right? You must be, there must be a reason. So I didn't know. So I just obeyed. I fasted one day. By the end of the day, it was still strong. I continued to the second day. It was still strong till the third day. Huh? I was fasting. And those were the days where fasting, I mean, I would fast before you even think about it. (laughs) Because I just felt that this is the only way. Okay? So when God now laid it on me, it was not difficult. Because I had cultivated that discipline. Okay? So, I fasted. But the third day, the third day in the afternoon, I'll never forget, a group of friends came to visit me. And normally, when we visit each other, we always end up praying. We always end up sharing the word. We always end up, you know, sharing what God is saying to, to each of us. And so, that visit as usual, ended with prayer. And as we prayed together, we shared the word and prayed together, and I just felt a relief. You know? I had a sense of breakthrough. Don't ask me, how did you know? I don't know. I just knew. In my spirit. Okay? The the burden was lifted. So I didn't have that, that sense of responsibility to fast. I just felt it's done. So I, 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 I broke my fast. I went to now see them off. Got to the bus stop and we were there waiting waiting for the bus. And then somebody just crossed the road. and said to me, Eric. I said, yes. He says, haven't you heard what happened to your mom? I said, no. What happened? They said, oh, she she was attacked by robbers. And they stabbed her on the head. Hmm? So, the moment that person said that, you know what came out of my mouth? Praise the Lord. Now, that is an unusual response to that kind of news. Yes. Yes. I just said, praise the Lord. I didn't even say it. I mean, it just came out of my spirit. It wasn't that I thought of saying that. It just came out of my spirit. Praise the Lord. Then the Lord spoke to me. He said, that was why. I led you to fast and to pray. He said, what the enemy planned was different. Hallelujah. So that saved her life. I wonder how many people (laughs) are going to account for when God stirred them up and they didn't obey. I don't know. I wouldn't say I always got it right. (laughs) You know, but I'm just telling you, this was, it drove the message home to me. So what happened is that she was in the traffic driving, I mean, brand new Mercedes, you know. Custom design. And at that time in Nigeria, there were only two of that. Can you imagine? Because the custom guy said, this is the second one that has come into the country. So she was driving that and these people, these people wanted to take the car. So they came and they wanted to take the car and... Well, I don't know why she resisted. (laughs) She had that kind of stubborn faith. So she just said, no. And those guys, you know, they tried to take her back. She says, no. Ha! I don't recommend that, but she did it. (laughs) What is a car? What is a bag? Yeah. Right? So the guys just brought out yeah. a, a knife. Ooh On the head. And then, ooh On the hand. You get what I'm saying? Huh. So, of course, they pushed her out of the car and they got into the car. They wanted to move. The car wouldn't move. The car wouldn't move. So, They tried, tried, tried. They didn't know why. Then, obviously, they couldn't carry out their mission. Then they ran. They ran, and then. That's how God saved her life. Okay? She didn't die. And I said, wow, that was close. Praying in the Spirit. There is power when you pray in the Spirit. You don't know what you are saying. But Romans chapter 8 verse 26 tells us. Look at what Romans chapter 8 verse 26 tells us. It says, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. How many people have weaknesses here? Yes. Okay. The spirit helps in our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. Amen. You don't even know what to pray for yeah. as you ought. You don't know what to pray for as you should. Yeah. You don't. Huh? That's why some people pray, kill this person. They don't know what to pray for as they ought in the Holy Spirit, you don't pray those kind of prayers. You won't pray the wrong prayer. It says, but the Spirit himself, say the Spirit himself. The Spirit himself himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The Spirit himself, that is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Alright? Now in the Greek, groanings which cannot be uttered means in, uh, with inarticulate speech. So he makes intercession for us. How does he do it? He uses your tongue to make intercession. Years ago, I'll never forget, I heard somebody say, the Holy Spirit is making intercession for me, so I just wake up and I just say, Holy Spirit, pray for me. Then I go to sleep. (laughs) That is not how he does it. (laughs) You have to pray. He's not going to do it for you. He helps you to do it. You, You still have to do it, but he helps you. To get it done. Okay? So the, ho- the Holy Spirit helps in our weaknesses. So what is your weakness? Your weakness is that you don't know. Lack of knowledge is one of your weaknesses. Okay? And even when you know how to present your case, is another weakness. You don't know the best way to present it. Am I making sense? Yeah. Yeah. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. So in other words, there is a way to pray and there is a way not to pray. There is a way to pray about what you know you ought to pray about. Okay. We know, okay, it's not God's will for anyone to perish. Let's say you have a brother who is not saved. Mm -hmm. You want to pray for him. Mm -hmm. But do you know that you might not even know how best to pray for him? Mm -hmm. God, save my brother. Save my brother. No, 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 no. That's not how to pray. You don't pray like that. Because Jesus has already saved him. Jesus has already done everything Mm -hmm. to save him. It's for him to accept is for him to receive Amen. what Jesus has made available. Amen. So there is a way to pray. But we don't even know how to do it as we ought. There are ways to do it, but the Holy Spirit is an expert when it comes to prayer. Praying the correct prayer. Alright? Then you see the next verse, verse 27. It says, now, he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Let me pause there. Who is it that searches the heart? Talk to me. It's God, yes. The Father. He searches the heart. He searches the heart. So, the Holy Spirit is inside you, and he's helping you to pray, and God the Father is looking inside to see what exactly is going on? So, he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is. He knows because the spirit will pray a perfect prayer. Yeah. The spirit will pray the mind of God. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Amen. Yes, because he makes intercession for the saints according to what? To the will of God. Yeah. So, he will never pray a fleshly prayer. He will never pray a prayer that is senseless. Because some of us pray senseless prayers. Come on. Yes, God, let my boss not wake up today. Let it end. I have had enough. That is a senseless witchcraft prayer. Yes. There is charismatic witchcraft that is going on today in the church. Some people are praying witchcraft prayers. Hmm? The spirit cannot pray witchcraft prayers. This person crossed your path. Now you want to deal with them. He said, if I pray for you. (laughs) What is that? The spirit will not talk like that. The spirit will not pray like that. Hmm? If I pray for you, midnight. If I... I just need to stand outside. Midnight. Remove my clothes. I'll pray some prayers. And you will see what will happen. That's witchcraft. There are people that do that. You, you don't know. <laughs> they are Christians that do that. Yes. I've seen it. So the Spirit makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So when we come together and we' what is happening? The Spirit is making intercession. According to the will of God. And when we put those prayer requests here, and we're praying, and we lift them up and say, the Spirit is searching all of them. And He's presenting them to the Father. And the Father is looking. And because it's being presented according to the will of God, it will happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Imagine, okay, you want to travel, right? You want to go, you want to drive to Eastern Cape. Right? You get ready, you're planning. And you say, okay, we're going to go. We're going to go on, don't go on Friday, okay? (laughs) Yeah. After, maybe you want to go on Monday. How will you know? That the enemy has set an ambush for you. You have chosen a particular route. Okay, we're going to go this way. But the Spirit can see what the enemy has put ahead. So, what happens is that when you're praying in the Spirit, now I don't know how, I don't know the way to Eastern Cape, so I can't even, I only fly. No, I've only flown. Okay, <laughs> I don't mind driving. No, if it's a good car. <laughs> so you might you you just pray. You say, God, okay, we're going, we're going on this journey. Just just take care of this. You know, you're praying. You're understanding. How you normally pray, okay? And you take off. Now the spirit is trying to say, don't go that way. But you don't know. Hmm? You don't even know to say, help me, you know, intercept this or that. You, you don't even know. Because it's a weakness in your prayer life. So you don't know that you need intervention at a particular time. I'll give you an example. Real life example. We experience... We're traveling... With my mom and my brother, and another pastor, we're going somewhere to another city. We're driving, but as we were driving, we were just we were just praying tongues throughout as we we're going. One hour, two hours. Then we got to a particular point. All of a sudden, the car developed problem. Okay, the car developed problem and it's like everything is fine what, what happened we look for a mechanic in that place it was close to a petrol station so you know went there then they got a mechanic the mechanic came and then the open checked mechanic look, there's nothing wrong with the car then after some time they started the car and the car started you know what Before we got, there's a junction. Before we got, it was ahead of us. Just like five minutes drive from where we were. Or maybe 15 minutes. I'm just estimating now. A a few kilometers. armed robots were operating there. Can you see and normally, when they are having that kind of operation, what they do is that they would they will block the road and every car that comes stops. And they are armed. They just, they, just, they just rob people. So the car stopped for no reason on its own. And the car started when they had finished their operation, wow. say there's power in, in the there's power in praying in the Holy Spirit. You see, so how would we have known that there is going to be an operation? And that operation is usually deadly because those guys they use not, not ordinary guns, they can use AK 47. Because they are ready, their eyes are red, they're on drugs, they're whatever. So, but I believe that while we were praying in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit must have used our prayers to block that car. And (laughs) to cause that car to stop. And then after that, we travel until we go to destination, no problem. Isn't it amazing? He who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. It's not the will of God for me to encounter that experience. Those guys are brutal. So, may God not allow you to see what you are not supposed to see. Hallelujah. Yeah. But if you pray in the Spirit, it will help you to avert a lot of things. Hmm? Now, look at verse 28. Uh, Yeah. Come on. How many people have quoted this? Let's read it together. One, two, three. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to His purpose. How many people have quoted this? You better look at the context. How do things work out for good? Even when things go wrong in your life, when you pray in the Spirit, it corrects things. Amen. Amen. Do you understand? Amen. It now turns things to your advantage. Amen. That's another way of saying that. He, All things work together for good. They work for your advantage. Amen. Okay, I was, I was retrenched. If you will pray in the Spirit, it will work to your advantage. Amen. Hallelujah. If you will pray in the Spirit, it will work for your advantage. So there is no situation that cannot be remedied. If you will pray in the Spirit. If you will pray in the Spirit, it doesn't matter. Maybe you've gone through a divorce or whatever you've gone through. Maybe your your relationship is in a mess. It doesn't matter what it is. Maybe you've lost your car. You've lost your house. You've lost... Somebody has died. A breadwinner has died. And there's no way out for you. It's like there's no hope. But if you will pray in the Spirit, He will cause even that situation to work for your advantage. That's what makes God, God. Listen, Satan is no match for God. He cannot stop God's purpose. He cannot frustrate God's will for your life. Are you getting my point? Yeah, so it doesn't matter what he does. When you start praying in the spirit, at the end of the day, Satan will discover that he has helped God carry out his will in your life. What Satan plans for evil if you will pray in the spirit will work out for good. Now I'm telling you that's a major frustration for the devil. Imagine he comes, he hates you, he comes he wants to frustrate you, he wants to destroy you, then when he finishes he finds that he has helped you. Ha! Ha! It's not good to be a devil. Amen? Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. So tell someone, don't be a devil. No. <laughs> yeah. I know you are, you are saints. You are saints. You can't be a devil. Amen? But you, you, you need to understand that. That is why even when you have suffered loss, don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. It doesn't matter what it is. Just say, Holy Spirit, help my weaknesses. Help me to pray according to your will. And cause this to work to my advantage according to your word. And you start praying. I am telling you, God will rearrange things. He will rearrange things. He has never lost control. Huh? He has never run short of solutions. But no, we want to be in charge all the time. And we have messed our lives enough. But we can't even see that the Holy Spirit is given to us to help us. To help us. To fix our lives. Say there's power, there is power. When, you pray in the spirit. when you pray in the spirit. Yeah. You unlock unlimited power. I'm telling you. It's unlimited. Unimaginable power will be released in your life when you pray in the spirit. Let's go back to Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Verse 2, he says, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to man, but to God. Alright? For no one understands him, however in the spirit he speaks mysteries. That means he speaks secrets. All right? Now, when you are praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit is also able to give you interpretation. Where is that verse now? Verse 27. It says, If anyone speaks in a tongue. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Alright, if anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be two, or at most three, each in turn, and let one interpret. Now here, he is talking about, it's a different kind of tongue here. There are different kinds of tongues. There is what is known as your tongue of edification. That is the one that is mysteries. That's the one that is a divine secret. Nobody understands you. When you speak that, you are not speaking to anybody. You are speaking to God. Speaking in tongues, even Satan can't understand what you're saying. So he can't even intercept your prayer. He cannot block your prayer when you pray in tongues. Alright? In a devotional tongue. It's a hotline to heaven. Hotline. No receptionist. No switchboard. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. No switchboard. When you just open your mouth, le kapare keto, boom to the Father. Your special line, mm-hmm. direct line. Don't you feel special? Yeah. That seven billion people, and you have your own personal direct line. Mm-hmm. And when you speak, he doesn't say, "Oh no, I'm busy in Japan." You need to schedule an appointment. Okay, try another time. The line is busy. It's never busy. That's powerful. I don't know about you. I feel special just thinking about that. Hmm? So, when you're speaking, there is another tongue, which is a tongue that is for public ministry. Nowadays, we don't see it much. But I used to see it a lot in the early days, in my early days. When you be in a service like this. Now, you know, people prophesy, they just come and give a prophetic word. But those days, and there are times that the Lord has used me like that, where there will be a tongue, a message, the whole message will be in tongue. So the person comes, he stands... And then he says, Lenka Bradike te elimlikuske ekis kotuske mina la manuste, krade kidos kalibo tikis kelibe, amprati elinketos keni minosta, kuskite te episke lika takatu, ambrade ekelibetikis konomudaha, eke ashkani no ayelibu koi adike oikabatu batuti limatuya atlimatu ya lamaha. Yes, says the Spirit of the Lord If you will open your heart unto me I'm going to do wonders among you I will blow your mind I will blow your mind And I will do great things in this land Even through you Says the Spirit of the Lord Hallelujah. So that's how it works when you read 1 Corinthians chapter 14, that's what he's talking about. So that's different. That tongue is what is known as diverse kinds of tongues. That is a tongue that is equivalent to prophecy. Which is different from the tongue that is for your prayer. Because that tongue is speaking to people. Not to God. And it gets interpreted. So Paul is saying, look, if you come together and you are speaking that tongue and there's no interpretation, nobody has the gift of interpretation, let him sit down. So some people have taken it to say, oh, well, we shouldn't pray in tongues when we're in public. Hello, read your Bible properly. Yeah, read your Bible properly. That's not what he's saying. Remember in the book of Acts, they all spoke in tongues. Yeah. In Acts chapter 2, they all spoke in tongues. Yeah. And then people heard what they were saying. Amen. Amen. And they understood. That's a different kind of tongue. It's not the tongue of edification, it's not the hotline, it's not the secret to God. It's communication to people. And that's where the Bible talks about tongue as a sign to the unbeliever. I've told you of instances where the Lord used, uh, used me in that area. Where I spoke in languages I'd never learned. Where I spoke in Fante, a Ghanaian language. How I spoke in um, Shona, uh, a Zimbabwean language. Yes? how I spoke in Swahili. In fact, Shona, I've experienced it two times. Mm -hmm. Swahili once, Fante once. Mm -hmm. I think I need to tap into that more so that I can start preaching in Zulu. (laughs) Hallelujah. You guys will see signs and wonders. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but when you are also when you are also praying in tongues one of the powers of praying in tongues is this the holy spirit can give you interpretation of what you are praying many times i've had solutions like that so when you start yielding yourself to the spirit to the extent that we're talking about because some of you you pray in tongues 5 minutes and that's the end you won't you are still at the shallow end so when you go to the deep end, Amen. when you go to the deep end, that's when you start experiencing some of the things I'm talking about. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Okay. You. So you might have a, a problem that needs to be solved, and your you, you, your your brain can't yeah. can't wrap itself around it. Yeah. Sure. But as you're praying in the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Spirit will help that your weakness. And as you're praying like that, you just have a revelation. Boom! Amen. Amen. Do this, do this, do this. And the problem is solved. It's so simple. Yeah. So, that your business model that is somehow still questioned, has a question mark. Amen. Get into the spirit. Amen. There's a solution. Amen. There's your answer there. Yeah. Amen. Amen? Amen? Yeah. So when you are in the boardroom and the thing is heated up and it's like nobody can... Just, just say, excuse me, please. Just go, to the, just go to the restroom. Holy Spirit. You know all things. Give me a revelation. And then you come back and say, guys, chill, chill. I got the answer. Let's do this, do this, do that. How did you know? I work with the best. Hallelujah. So, there is a lot more that you lose or miss when you don't yield to the Spirit. I'm telling you, the church has not even tapped into what we are talking about we have not look at what it did to the early church when they received it we are speaking in tongues but where is the power Holy Spirit I know <laughs> we are we're, we're going to unlock some things do you want do you, how many people are excited already you can see your life changing you begin to pray for people without knowing. You will take steps. When you just sense it, one night, another example, one night I was sleeping, I woke up, 12 o'clock, I just had a strong urge to pray. I didn't know what to pray. But I've learned from experience, when you don't know what to pray, switch to the Spirit. Switch to the Holy Spirit. So I started praying. Praying in the spirit. I just continued. One hour, two hours, three hours, <coughs> boom. I just felt the relief. I went back to sleep. The next day, do you know what happened? My mom again. She was somewhere. She went, she went, she went somewhere and they were. They were filling some forms um, in one cafe by the American embassy in Lagos. And then some robbers came. Again. But this time around, they went straight for her. Can you imagine? Then they hit her on the head with the gun. Yeah. So, my friend Captain Haruna was with her. And he called me. He said, Pastor, this is what happened. I said, Never mind. It was sorted. Because I knew when I heard the news that prayer I prayed over the night saved her life. So, you never know. Who needs your help. Now, that, that's the one that I got to know because maybe it's connected to me. Mm-hmm. There are many that I'll be introduced to in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. I give you this story in closing. This missionary in, in Argentina years ago, he was in Argentina with his family uh, as missionaries. Now they had seven children. Number of completion or? <laughs> yes. They had seven children. So the husband, the husband is always going out on outreaches. He going to different parts of the country, winning souls. So he. He comes back with testimonies. Oh my, this is what God did. You know, God, so the so number of people got saved, so the so number of people got healed. This happened, this happened. You know, and the wife was, it got to a point, she felt really jealous. Then she started saying, God, this is not fair. She said, look at my husband. He goes and he is winning souls. In heaven now, you will give him a crown for souls. I am here just looking after these children. I, I am not able. I also want to win souls, but I can't go because of these children. And that was her complaint for a long time. She, every time the husband comes back, she, she didn't tell the husband, but that was what was going on inside her. So one day, one day she had a vision and she was taken to heaven. She was taken to heaven, and then what happened? She was introduced. Jesus was taking her through heaven's hall of fame. So, heaven has a hall of fame. Ha! And I'm going to be there. Amen. <laughs> I don't know about you, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> if, you, 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 if you like, don't be there. But I, I'm going to be there. <laughs> so, he, Jesus was taking her on a tour. And there are portraits, you know, on the wall. Different people. And Jesus was taking her. He was saying, oh, this is this person. This is a guru from India. And this, this, this. He would tell her about, uh, this is a chief from Africa. And he will would, he would tell her, and this is this. I, I, it got to a point, she, it's like, I don't know any of these people. Then she said, Jesus... Why are you showing me these people? I don't know them. Do You know what he said to her? They are here because of your prayers. They are here because of your prayers. After that, her complaint stopped. Because she knew the husband is going to do it physically, but she can do it on her knees. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the power of praying in the Spirit. So when you pray in the Spirit, you bring the harvest without even knowing. And I'm telling you, without prayer, we're not going to see the move of God in this land. Every move of God is preceded by serious prayer serious prayer in the 1700s the, 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 the Moravians go read it in history they gave themselves to prayers praying daily for 100 years this generation we better wake up because when we get to heaven and those guys tell their stories we better have our own stories to tell And those guys, they didn't even have the Holy Spirit like we have. Yeah. But they were praying. And it was that prayer that gave birth to people like John Wesley. Yeah. Huh? Amen. The founder of Methodists. Yeah. It was the prayer of the Moravians. Amen. Yeah. You study history, you see again, they, I mean different moves were preceded by prayer. So what we are doing, what we are initiating is going to give birth to things. Both in your life and in the land. You know, my desire is to see this land saved. To see the power of God manifest in this nation to see God's people rise up Thank you. and become who they are supposed to be Amen. and not be at the mercy of anyone. So it starts this week. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It starts this week. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Oh, yes. Receive. The spirit of prayer, the spirit of grief. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.